We have been talking about how to teach children to solve problems God's way preventively, that is, before the problems arise. We've talked about the fact that this is important to do. It takes effort, it takes time on our part to think about it. It's much easier to wait till problems arise, but it's much harder then, of course, to solve the problems. We talked about setting up courses and classes and church and Christian schools at home and how we can informally teach as well. And we talked also about the fact that a parent or a teacher or whoever it is must be on teaching terms with the children. And we talked about how to get on teaching terms by taking time to learn their interests, their needs, and their problems, and where they're thinking, to get on their wavelength by sitting down and talking about things that might not even seem so important to parents but are of great importance to children by respecting the child as one who is created in God's image, not treating him like an animal around the house, but like a human being who must be related to God on the, the relationship that God sustains, a relationship of love to human beings. And he needs to be brought into that relationship of love through Jesus Christ and our presenting of uh, the Savior to him. And how if that child and the parent are not on a basis of genuine communication, how that communication can be restored if it is bad through beginning with one's own sins and failures and confessing these not only to God but to the child and seeking his forgiveness and then starting to work on a new relationship. Now there are other things that I'd like to say about this before we get into specific areas in which problem solving uh, can be taught. And I have a number of these in the broadcast to come that I'd like to deal with. But right now, uh, let's talk about the two ways in which a parent teaches his child or in which a teacher teaches the child in a church school or at home or in uh, wherever it may be. Because there are only two ways in which you can teach a child or anyone else. There are just two ways to communicate. You can show or tell. Uh, that little phrase or expression has been used by the kindergarten teachers, but I think it's a good one, to show and tell. The Bible talks about these two ways of teaching. In the Bible, we have a different concept of education than we have in our uh, academic circles. We use that word academic because it comes from a concept of education that grows out of the Greek academy, where the philosophers and where the uh, forefathers of modern Western thought had their ideas and their ideals set forth as they uh, walked about talking to their students. But uh, the biblical idea of communication or teaching is a quite different one. It's a family concept of communication. And it grows out of the father-son relationship that we spoke. The apprenticeship or discipleship relationship uh, of education that we read about in the Bible was a father-son relationship because the son grew up with the father learning the trade of the father and so he became his student or his disciple and as the father taught the son he would teach his son in a home uh, what to do by uh, teaching him in terms of what he says about it but he would also teach him by what he did he would show him and show so it was a show and tell method not merely a tell method of teaching and that's the way that children must be trained in the things that they need to learn from the Word of God through the basic biblical discipleship format, which is show and tell. 
Uh, now, that, of course, becomes very important for us if we're thinking about teaching methodology. For example, if a father or a carpenter, let's say, uh, were teaching his son the trade of carpentry, uh, and the son was, did not know how to nail a board, the father would explain how to put a nail into a board and how to put pegs into the board and how to glue these up. But he wouldn't stop with explaining how to do it. While he was explaining, he'd take out a board and he'd take out a hammer and he'd take out a nail and he'd show him how to put that nail in on an angle so that it wouldn't just pop right out and it would get a good bite into the board. He would show him how to hit the nail on the head instead of how, how to hit your fingernail instead. He would show him how to uh, cut the board and how to glue it up, how to plane it, how to get the edges straight. He'd show him all these things by actually doing it himself. In other words, if you're teaching a math problem, you wouldn't just explain how the math problem works, but you'd work one through or maybe six of them through with the kid so that he would learn. So a parent or a teacher in the Christian Hebrew context of education would not just settle for teaching certain kinds of material didactically, but lecturing and so on, but he would want to show by life, by demonstration. So if a parent wants to teach a child how to solve problems, he's going to have to teach him by showing him how he solves problems. Say let's, let's say a financial problem comes into the home, and let's say that financial problem is not easy to solve, and somebody is struggling, with, uh, the father and mother are struggling with the idea of, well, shall we cut short our, our gift to the Lord this time in order to get that money and use it for something else? And as they struggle and pray and talk about this matter, uh, they could bring the children in on that question. And the child could see them uh, with the struggle that they have to uh, engage in. And he could see the solution, too, in which they say, no, we're going to put the Lord in his work first. In spite of our financial needs, we'll cut on our own. Uh, needs and we'll cut here and cut there but we cannot cut on giving to the Lord in thanksgiving for what he has given to us and the child's going to learn a lot more through that than if he's told you're supposed to tithe now uh, he ought to be told what the Bible says about giving but he certainly ought to be seeing what giving is all about as parents themselves get involved in it and so I'm suggesting that we ought to both tell and show but I want to put the emphasis upon the showing because uh, we so often just talk about the telling when we think about education. In a home uh, or in a school, we can do both, and we need to do both. There ought to be problem-solving classes in Sunday school and Christian schools in which we teach the principles, the biblical principles of Christian problem-solving and how to use the Bible in that problem-solving. But there ought also to be Plenty of opportunities for a child seeing parents and school teachers and so on doing this. That uh, show and tell method is very interestingly set forth in Deuteronomy 6, where we're told, you shall diligently teach them, that is the commandments of God, to your sons and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, when you rise up. In other words, in the very activities of life, the very challenges and problems and situations of everyday living, let your faith so shine through as a teaching uh, device that the commandments are actually taught at those points. In other words, when you're struggling with a problem or when you're dealing with an issue, don't just do it off in the corner by yourself. 
but invite your children to get involved, at least to see and hear your struggle and your outcome of that struggle as you use the Word of God, as you pray about it, and as you finally come up with what you believe to be a Christian solution to it. Let that child see the commandments of God in operation along the way, sitting in the house, when you talk about these matters. But you ought to be talking and showing your sons what Christianity means in day-by-day living. That's the method. Show as well as tell. Lord, help us in our lives truly to demonstrate our faith to our children. We pray for Christ's sake. Amen.